the second last episode of Trees 3 for Season 1 here on Sports Tree LTD. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree. We're going to jump right into this week's show with our bump and stump of the week. And it's quite simple, folks. Our bump of the week goes to you. Our loyal fans, our supporters, thank you guys so much for an awesome season. I've got some great picks for you today to capitalize on that ROI for the weekend. But we're going to jump right into this now with our stump of the week. And it goes to Harris English. The question is why? Well, it's not all bad. It's just funny that the top 20 players in the world are squaring off and 19 of them are even or under par after the first round and he was three over par. Now, he improved a little bit. He's still one over par after the second round and Bryson DeChambeau leads the field at 11 under par. My pick, Colin Morikawa, is in second place at 10 under par, tied for second place. And then I have Roy McIlroy and Victor Hovland who are four strokes off the lead at seven under par so make sure you tune into that action over the weekend those were my picks from the monday morning wrap but harris english can't be going three over par when the rest of the field is all under can't be doing that top 20 players in the world just embarrassing Coming in at number three this week, folks, is the UFC. Our UFC picks are now brought to you by TheMadLabMMA.com. Sign up today. It's just $50 a month, and they will give you a full breakdown of all MMA events from Bellator, everything that we don't cover here on Sports Tree. So make sure you sign up and use the code ST2021 when you sign up to earn. 20% off. And now we're going to go through my favorite picks of the card, starting with Alex Morano versus Mickey Gall. Alex Morano has won three out of his last four fights, and he lands over five significant strikes per minute. Mickey Gall, on the other hand, is an awful striker. Alex Morano has a BJJ black belt. Mickey Gall, well, he's an okay grappler. Morano's better in every aspect of this fight. Look for Morano to win this fight any way he chooses. Up next, folks, it's Jared Vandera versus Azmat Mirzakhanov, and I like Mirzakhanov in this one. He's undefeated, and Jared Vandera has been knocked out in two out of his last three fights. I like Azmat to make it three of four. Yes, Vandera is the much bigger fighter, so I understand why people are analyzing that side, but I'll take skill over size every single time. Make sure you take Azmat. As for Alonzo Menafield versus William Knight, I have to lean towards Alonzo Menafield, and the fact that he's only a dash 150 favorite speaks to the power of William Knight. I like Menafield to take his time in this fight. He showed patience in that Ed Herman fight his last time out, going to distance and winning that fight via decision. I like him to chop down with some leg kicks, use some powerful straight hand punches, and win this fight. Folks, we're going to shift over to the main card next. It's Brandon Allen versus Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis is not an elite mixed martial artist. Brandon Allen is going to kick the piss out of this guy. First round finish, Brandon Allen. Up next, folks, I'm stoked for this one. It's Jimmy Crute versus Jamal Hill. And from what I've seen, I'm sold on Jimmy Crute. This guy tried to fight on a dead leg in his last fight. Just so much heart and so much conviction. Something to note about this fight is that Paul Craig just took Jamal Hill down his last time out and beat him up to the point of breaking his arm. Jimmy Crute took down Paul Craig and submitted him. Paul Craig is an excellent submission artist. Jimmy Crute finished him on the ground. Give me Jimmy Crute. I don't see this one nearly as close as the odd makers do. So give me Jimmy Crute with a lot on it. 
all the toppings. In the battle of UFC veterans, folks, Clay Guida squares off against Leonardo Santos, and I like this fight to go over the one and a half rounds. Clay Guida, you just can't knock that guy out. He's gone to distance in three out of his last four fights, and Santos has seen the fourth minute of the fifth round in three out of his last four fights. I like these older guys to swing through the fences in an entertaining fight that goes over one and a half rounds. In the co-main event, it's Brad Riddell versus Raphael Fiziev, and both these guys average over two rounds of octagon time per fight. I like both of them to feel each other out early with Fiziev getting the better of the early exchanges. But as the fight goes on, I like Riddell and his cardio to finish this fight strong. I like this to be another excellent fight that goes over one and a half rounds from two extremely talented contenders. For the main event, folks, it's going to be a striking fiasco. It's Rob Font versus Jose Aldo. Rob Font brings that classic American stick-em-and-move boxing, while Jose Aldo is a masterclass Muay Thai striker. So what's going to give? Rob Font lands over five significant strikes per minute, and I like that to be the difference. He just went to distance and beat up Cody Garbrandt for the duration of five rounds. Jose Aldo, he's getting a little older. If this fight took place five years ago, I would have given it to Aldo, but I think that Font has the better pace, and Aldo gets gas is fast. Now, in Font landing over five significant strikes per minute, it's going to be hard to take a breath with that much pressure coming at you. So I think Jose Aldo maybe wins the first and second round, and then Rob Font pours it on through the third and then the championship rounds. Give me Rob Font via decision. Coming in number two this week, folks, is Formula One racing, and the F1 drivers had their first crack at the Jetta Corniche circuit on Friday, the host site for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Lewis Hamilton set the pace through both the practice times on Friday, securing the fastest lap of the day. The Englishman seems comfortable on this track, saying it was a beautiful drive, and I quote. Teammate Valtteri Bottas had the second quickest time through the second practice session, and with just one race remaining after this weekend, Mercedes has given themselves a real shot at winning the inaugural poll at Jeddah, and in turn setting themselves up nicely to win the 2021 Constructors' Championship. On another track that's a relatively unknown entity, I have to ride with what is and has always been in a confident Lewis Hamilton come Sunday. Coming in number one, folks, this week on Trees 3, it's the NFL season. We're going to start it off with some NFL football. It's the Colts versus the Texans. And Jonathan Taylor leads the NFL with 1,205 rushing yards this season. He's averaging 5.8 yards per carry, and Houston has allowed 135.6 rush yards per game, the second most in the NFL with 4.5 yards per carry. Yikes. Carson Wentz has also looked solid, averaging 232.5 passing yards per game with 21 touchdowns and 5 interceptions in 2021. In contrast, the Texans have the league's worst rushing offense, and they've also scored fewer than 10 points in 5 games this season the most in the NFL. However, they have looked better under the direction of Tyrod Taylor, who has led them to their only two wins this season. With that said, the Colts are the better team through and through and need this one to stay relevant in the postseason dance. Give me the Colts to win this one come Sunday. The Vikings visit the Lions, and the Lions have another nice opportunity to win another home game after another crushing defeat. The Vikings have allowed 400-plus yards in four games since Week 8. No other team has given up more than 400 yards twice in that span. The problem is the Lions have scored fewer than 20 points in 10 straight games. Their longest streak since 1942. Kirk Cousins is 7-0 versus the Lions since joining Minnesota in 2018. And he's 31-15-1 in his career versus teams that have entered the game below 500. He just beats up on inferior opponents like the Lions. I like the Vikings to win this game without Delvin Cook come Sunday. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers sail up to Atlanta to visit the Falcons. And simply put, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a very good football team. 
the Atlanta Falcons are a very bad football team. To help paint that mental picture, folks, here's a very telling stat. Tampa Bay has a plus 94 point differential this season, the fourth highest in the NFL. Atlanta, on the other hand, has a negative 103 point differential, the fifth lowest in the NFL. A large part of that lack of Falcon success is Matt Ryan. Matty Ice has thrown for less than 200 yards in three straight contests for the first time since his rookie season. In contrast, Tom Brady is undefeated against the Falcons in his career and is 3-0 since joining the Bucs. Make sure you take the Bucs come Sunday. The Jacksonville Jaguars head out to the West Coast to face the Los Angeles Rams, and the Rams are going to simply pulverize them. Yes, the Rams have lost three straight games, but is there a better momentum boost opportunity than the Jags at home? I think not. If you can't score, you can't win. The Jaguars have scored fewer than 20 points in eight games this season. In contrast, the Rams have over 30 points in their first eight games of the season. I like LA to get that first eight game swagger back and win this game against the Jags. The Denver Broncos head to Kansas City to play the Chiefs in a crucial AFC West matchup. I understand the Chiefs' offensive prowess, but Vic Fangio is a defensive guru and he's coached a team that knows how to step up in big games. Across six wins this season, the Broncos have allowed 10.8 points per game, and Teddy Bridgewater has a 100-plus passer rating in each of those six wins. In contrast, the Chiefs have scored fewer than 25 points in five straight home games, and Patrick Mahomes has had a sub-90 passer rating in six games this season. Last time we saw him, he had a 71 QB rating with no touchdowns and an interception. I like this game to be a divisional slugfest, folks, but the facts of the matter are you cannot give this Broncos team nine and a half points against a very inconsistent Chiefs offense. I like this top six defense to make a statement come Sunday night. Give me the Broncos with the nine and a half points. All right, folks, we said it earlier in the show. This is the second last episode of the first season of Trees 3 here on Sports Tree LTD. That means this is your last opportunity to answer this trivia question to get your name in to win a pair of tickets to see your favorite NBA or MLS teams play live. Here's your question, folks. What's Vince Carter's number? Head on over to SportsTreeLTD.com right now. Hit sign up or subscribe. And remember that an upgrade in your subscription is an upgrade in your chances to win up to $15,000 a year and tickets to see your favorite teams play live. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree. I'm so incredibly grateful for this first year. Three, two, one.